All right, Jimmy. Buddy. What's going on, man? I am ready to do a podcast. <laughs> That's how podcasts <laughs> should always start. I am prepared for this endeavor. Oh, man. I find myself thinking about things now. It's like, oh, I can't wait to talk to Jim about this. <laughs> like, I just got a coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. Like, I gotta tell Jim. That is old school Pat. There was Dude, an I era. Was, um, I was geared up for a coffee episode because we talked about maybe doing an early one. We sure did. So, and then, uh, but you had, a, you had a kid's birthday party last night. Yeah, Elliot is seven. We had a great awesome. time. Yeah, I probably had more fun than he did. We could not get up this morning for the... <laughs> but I'm still making it a coffee episode. That's my point. It was not late, actually. You know, and we were just with um, Sarah's sister and, uh, you know, Aaron and Terry. Sure. So kind of kind of in a bubble with them a little bit. Yeah. That's who we see the, see the most. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we had a good time. Good, man. Glad to hear it. What uh, what Elliot get for seven? What's the big... Any big toys right now? He got too much. Yeah. It's like these birthdays. I mean, we're going to look back on this birthday and be like, yeah, that was kind of like the Great Depression. You're seven. <laughs> and he'll be like, that seemed awesome to me. Got everything I wanted. I got three video games that dad plays. Yeah. What did he get? He got a, um, got a little boxing bag. He got a Fitbit. <laughs> what the hell is kid? Exactly. Is it like he wanted a this thing for? Remember, how he wanted it for Christmas, and I was like, I don't know if you're gonna be getting a Fitbit, man. <laughs> he was gonna keep track of how long you play Fortnite. He's showing <laughs> off his steps yesterday. <laughs> Where do kids even get the fact that like that's something they want if it's not from you guys? I have no idea, but he likes wearing like a watch, and he just loves wearing stuff. Okay. So he's um, all about this Fitbit and he got him. Uh, we got him a pair of uh, not like Jordan Jordans, but they're Jordans like slip on. They're great for him because they don't have to tie them, but they're like high tops. Jordan or are they like the team Jordan? They're not like a real like a year. They're just okay. like the team Jordans. Okay, yeah, gotcha. but they got like that black patent leather look awesome. around. Yeah, they're yeah. smooth. So he was all excited and um, some kid from the neighborhood wandered into our yard that he's buddies with. And he was all fired up about that. And we had, uh, you know, the dogs are back there. They brought their dog over too, and Ralphie and Meadow, they just hang out. You would like that. They got the Sopranos theme with their dogs. Yeah. He had, uh, he had Furio and then really? they had this. Yeah. And then, <laughs> They sent him back to Italy. <laughs> yeah, sure. Then... got sent back. <laughs> and then they brought and then in they Meadow. They got a girl. They got a girl in the inner Meadow. So the dog, um, one of the dogs dropped a bomb. And of course, Elliot, being the uh, distracted partier, stepped right in it. Oh. So Sarah's like, oh, no, somebody stepped. I'm in the house. I'm like, I know who stepped in that. <laughs> The new Jordans, of course. It's got to be the new shoes. Who got new shoes today? That's who stepped in a dog shit. Of course that is the is. story of your life, right? I mean, also, he's literally counting his steps for the first time ever. Well, well that was <laughs> great. New shoes. <laughs> he's showing off to me like two hours later. Dad, look how many steps I took today. I was like, yeah, how many were in dog shit? <laughs> Just as like, it had like, 
9,000. I think he had hit 10,000, like 10,000. And then in parentheses, it just said one with like the poop emoji. Yeah, the poop emoji. Oh, that's great. I did not say dog shit to my son, obviously. But anyway, he he had a great time. It was it was nice. We had been looking forward to that day. And um, Sarah went all out. Yeah, I, I show up and then I complain about everything and, you know, point out any right. kind of, but I was giving her crap because like the night before we um, got the kids to bed and it was just a relaxing night. Mm-hmm. And I had like, you know, went upstairs, got them all settled. And I go back downstairs like, Oh man, just going to chill. Sarah's got like a thousand balloons on the table. It's like, we're going to fill these up. I gotta, I gotta shoot all excited. Like we're going to frame out this whole balloon frame. I'm like, why? Why are we going to do that? Is <laughs> by like a helium tank? No, she has like a hand pump. And, you and like then my lungs, which I was so pissed about. I'm like, I just want to chill out right now. I was just thinking about the late night chores. You ever like, like when I went up there, actually, when I put them to bed, I was already like, because I walked in the room and their sheets were off. And I'm like, oh man, I got to put the sheets on? Like, I just want to, I just want them to go to bed. Then I got to lift up their mattresses, like the fitted sheets. Oh, That's like, not something you want to do at, at bedtime dude it went like wednesday of last week after uh you know we smoked some cigars with some friends oh yeah i yeah. come home and i'm just like well looks like i'm sleeping on laundry <laughs> like, like, like after a night like that <laughs> this is the worst i mean it's the next day i'm like come on i couldn't have moved laundry i'm not gonna redo it all because even if it smells like a cigar <laughs> like <laughs> Every, you couldn't even move it it was so, so done <laughs> nope and i just like it's on the other i just pushed it to the other half of the bed i'm like i won't move and of course i rolled oh dude you gotta take the it was, was it on a blanket you just gotta mm-hmm. wrap that up like bundle <laughs> it package yeah bundle that and then get yourself a different blanket you gotta just you're a genius i love that you are uh folding up your laundry before you went out to meet the boys that night <laughs> we're <laughs> gonna have fun <laughs> i'll put these away later <laughs> i got can't leave the fellas five. waiting <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a good weekend we watched uh oh we watched a movie i was gonna see if you watch this one no it's class classic predict no <laughs> edward scissorhands oh god i don't know if i've ever actually seen it no it's I mean, there's good. some movies you just like, I get it. He has scissors for fingers. I think I kind of understand the plot pretty well. well Probably wants to be accepted. You've never seen it? Does. I had never really seen it. Because I think I was just kind of like, eh, I wasn't, I couldn't pay attention to it. Couldn't be bothered. Wasn't like right in my wheelhouse. So I couldn't like venture out, you know, to watch this artistic movie. It's kind of like a Frankenstein story. He's not a real dude. He's created. Oh, okay. By Vincent Price. Vincent Price is just... Had really? that locked down in the 80s. Anything Dude. creepy? VP is yeah, your man. Your guy. <laughs> <laughs> he made a lot of money after being a creep, but he was uh, like good dude in this one. The whole thing is ironic. It look it looks, you know, the guy looks like a monster and it looks like he's comes from a scary place, this deep, you know, this dark mansion on a mountain, and but it's there it was all well intended. He was just misunderstood. Oh, all right. It was hysteria, mass hysteria in town. After a while, he, he was accepted at first. But great cast, dude. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Winona Ryder. And you know who's in this movie that I... Now, again, I had seen parts of it, but never saw the whole thing. I didn't realize this guy was in it. Mm-hmm. Anthony Michael Hall. That's a name you don't hear too often anymore. Not when you're not on campus. <laughs> Doesn't... 
Sounds like a building, doesn't it? Like an academic <laughs> building. <laughs> and then uh, after lunch, we'll explore Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> oh, man. I got a class. I got an eight o'clock class tomorrow, all the way over at Anthony Michael Hall. Oh, they don't even have air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> that building hasn't been renovated since the 80s. <laughs> we got to think of some other people that sound like buildings. <laughs> Are there a lot so, of them? They all have to start. They all have to have the last name of Hall, for sure. Of Hall. <laughs> Um, so I was just checking out that guy's career, Anthony Michael Hall, because he started, uh, he started young. Was he one of those? Did he continue acting the whole time? So we talked about some of these guys, like, uh, who was the, who turned out to be Iron Man? Who was in the Brat Pack? Was he, uh, I was he considered he was part of I, that? I think he's considered Brat Pack. I'm going to guess uh, Emilio. You're talking about Robert Downey? For uh, when you just said about Iron Man, yeah, didn't he like? Uh, I mean, he wasn't he part of? There were a lot oh, of yeah. those '80s child actors who left, sure, did drugs for a while, rebounded nicely, and now are America's sweethearts again <laughs> at fifty. Yeah, the uh, they went to the Rob Lowe Academy of Life. <laughs> Rob Lowe was their leader. <laughs> just put that perfectly. You're right. They just all disappeared for a while, did drugs. Anthony Michael Hall is a building at the Rob Lowe Academy of Life. We just put all that <laughs> together. You know that, right? <laughs> That's where that building is located. Like, hey, where do we go for a cigarette? Oh, just out past Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> Winona Ryder's out front. <laughs> she was never in it. Was she drugs or she was just stealing stuff, right? She got caught shoplifting. Because of drugs? Yeah. I mean, she still um, had money at that point. That felt more like a, uh, that felt more like a klepto thing. Yeah, but that guy was Russ in uh, Vacation. Yeah, man. You don't realize how many things he's been in that brings some huge residual checks. Dude, I was reading about him and he was um, like he turned down the second time to be Russ. I was always kind of wondered why that, that was always strange, right? That uh, yeah. When they went to Europe and had two different kids. Sure. <laughs> but he just went along with it. And they're always different ages, too. Then all of a sudden Christmas Vacation, Russ is like young again. Oh, yeah. I guess I never really thought about the cadence, like the order in which they were done. He was younger than he was when he went to Europe. I thought, like, if you go to Europe, take years off your life. Yeah, that Russ turned out to be somebody um, big, too. And I didn't realize it was the same guy. The guy who's Russ in Christmas Vacation is in that How I Met Your Mother. He's a Chicago dude. Really? Johnny, Johnny, um, Johnny Candido. <laughs> I forget the guy's name. You know him if you're Johnny Michael him. Hall. Johnny Michael Hall. Hang on, Russ anyway. National Lampoon's Vacation. We're going to get a name before we go any further. Which one was this? This was uh, European? Christmas. I don't remember seeing the European guy in much else. Oh, dude, it's, uh, it's Johnny Galecki. Yes. Who was uh, the darker-haired uh, Sarah's boyfriend in Roseanne, right? No, he just looks like David. Yeah, but anyway, that guy is... Um... He's definitely in that. Is it How I Met Your Mother? Or no, the um, or Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Big Bang maybe. Theory. That's the Wait. one. That's where he's in. He's in uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, man, that's crazy. So who do you think's worth more, him or Anthony Michael Hall? That's a good question. I don't know. Anthony Michael Hall, though, was so hot during the 80s, like doing the John Hughes movies. Right. He, um, he was offered to be Cameron in Ferris Bueller. Oh. Turned it down. That's then he was going to be the lead role in um, Full Metal Jacket. Had it like all locked in. 
and it ended up being like a financial thing. Mm-hmm. So he, he walked away from the project and they got Matthew Modine. Wow. What's he doing now? Is he back on something? Um, show, I'm not sure what he's up to now. Like, yeah, he's, pop- <laughs> he's popping up here and there. That's good. Youngest guy ever to be on Saturday Night Live. Anthony Michael Hall? Yeah. That was like a forgotten year that he was in the cast. I don't know if I've ever seen, I can't picture anything he did on there. That's when Robert Downey was on there. You're talking about him earlier. Yeah, and wasn't, uh, was that also Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Oh, probably. Right around, I mean, if it wasn't that year, it was right around the same time. Is that when Lauren Michaels left and Dick Ebersol tried to make it like, they weren't even funny people necessarily. Like they weren't, there were more actors, actresses than, than comics. Well, and you had to rebuild this whole thing, right? And you're trying to piece it all together. Yeah, but you're right. It was a lot less stand-ups. It was a lot more... Uh, but they, yeah. set, they would surround them with these other type of guys that didn't fit the SNL bill, like Billy Crystal yeah, and Martin Short. Those right. guys were already well-established. They weren't wrong. It, just, it wasn't right for that. But, I mean, they didn't pick people who went on to be absolute nobodies. Right. I mean, there was Julie Louis-Dreyfus. Uh, Larry David was involved in all of that, wasn't he? Weren't they the same season, too? Like, again, it was, they weren't right for the show. I get that. But, I mean, they also they weren't picking people who were never heard from again. No, exactly. But I'm just saying, like, you wouldn't think that Anthony Michael Hall would be, you know. Yeah, for sure. It's not the right pick. I think it was to connect be- those two, Julie Louis. No, no, no. No, Julie, Julie Louis-Dreyfus was hilarious on that one. Definitely. I think this might be closer than we think because Johnny Galecki, Roseanne the first time, Roseanne the reboot, um, again, uh, Christmas Vacation, um, and then all these years like as the star of Big Bang Theory. He's the most successful Russ? He might be, which is, I mean, great company to be in either way. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty good casting right there. He's not as, he's not as good as <laughs> the original Russ. For sure. All right. What, do, what would you guess Johnny Galecki's net worth? Oh, no. Are you back on uh, Gorilla Money? <laughs> what is the site you love? I don't know. I just type in the name and net worth and sometimes it pops up. What was it? It was like, yeah. Like, this guy again? He was Celeb a, Gorilla. He was here the other day asking about Sinbad. <laughs> Your search history on net worth is so suspect. Oh, that's great. We, we haven't heard from this guy <laughs> since March. Um, I'm gonna get, I'm not good at this. Neither am I. I. Well, this is like me guessing historical dates. 18 million. For Johnny Galecki? Yeah. And what's your guess for Anthony Michael Hall? The person or the property? <laughs> the person. None <laughs> of the building endowments count. Great question. Um, 21 million. Anthony Michael Hall, net worth of 8 million. Johnny really? Galecki, net worth of 50 million. Wow. Telling you, man, that Big Bang Theory money. Counting Johnny be good? Does that? I, w- I would believe so. <laughs> yeah, they estimate it. This is celebritynetworth.com. So I don't know whatever happened to. I saw Johnny money Lucky one night. Did you? At, um, yeah, at Mona Miga B. But I don't know if he was at that Mona Miga B. Remember um, when I was living in a hotel, Sarah and I? Right when like we got. A couple right weeks. When we got married? Yeah. We lived there for like three months. What was the reason again? You guys were on the run? We had a fire in our condo. That's what it was. Like the week before we got married. Mm-hmm. So then we um, ended up living at uh, the Belden Stratford. That was kind of cool, actually, looking back. I felt like a Mickey Mantle or something. Like <laughs> It's like that hotel was like one of those old school hotels that like sure. they walk into in the natural. <laughs> Dude, I, would, 
I would go down and have like a continental breakfast every day. That's awesome. That's the life. But there was another real upscale restaurant down there. I think it was called L2O. Anyway, he was there having a night, dropping some of his 50 mil on some French steak. On some French steaks. Yeah. Was he was he with a crew? Was he was he working a local? What was he what was his game plan that night? He was just with um, I think he was just on a date. Okay. And um we were waiting for our car at the same time. Because that was the other thing about living there. You had to valet your car. And our car at the time was <laughs> did not. We only had, we only had B cars. Only the B cars. Dude, I can remember Sarah in the winter. You would hear the valet. We were on like I was on like the seventh or eighth floor. Uh-huh. And you would just hear the screech <laughs> of the car come around. And she pull pull out of the hotel and I'd just be in bed like, oh, have a good day, honey. Bye. She's a, she's on her way. Cause I was oh. working. Um, that's one of my primary gig was house MC at Zany's, which was sure. also great. Cause I could walk there from the hotel. <laughs> you didn't have to get in that embarrassing vehicle in front of everyone every day. You save that for your bride to be. <laughs> yeah. Every comic would be like, that's nice. You get to work at home. Like, yeah, but I still stay in a hotel just to make it make myself feel like a, like a road comic. <laughs> Do you miss that at all at this point? Hotels? Yes. Yeah. Like I, I, miss, I miss being somewhere else for sure. I miss going out on the road. Definitely yeah. doing shows. And because for me, that's everything, right? That's like, that's, I mean, I'm not working if I'm not doing that. Right. So yeah, I miss it. But um, I don't know. It's now it seems like I've had things on the calendar and they just disappear. Yeah. My Grand Rapids week. If anyone was planning to come into Dr. Grin's, yeah. I mean, that's postponed. Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's safety first. It's the right thing. There's still like the little piece of you that's like, man, I was going to be on stage again. You know what I mean? I like, like, just like, I'm, I'm all for doing that, everything the safest way possible. But there's a little piece that's like, but would have been nice to hear someone's laugh in person. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, I might, I might do Rosemont here coming up. Oh, yeah. They're talking about opening it up. It sounds like they're going to. See, that's, I think that's even better than uh, being on the road. Yeah. I mean, that way you can just dip in, especially a club like Rosemont. You can dip in the back. You know, you can hang in the green room. You can do your set, get out of there, head straight home. No, I'm going to go out after. I want to meet people after the show. <laughs> Shake some cool. hands. <laughs> head, down to the, head down to the bowling alley, maybe catch a movie. <laughs> really just explore the park. <laughs> We get a picture. Can you also sign this? What, what's that? It's a medical release. <laughs> I was just looking at um, some show yesterday. They were talking about the vaccine and that it, so many candidates and it's possible, man. They're going to break whatever record there was. Like for the speed of creating one? Yeah. Be I nice. would think. What's the, I mean, you'd hope so just because. The record's so 12 fun. years. Really? No, but oh, God. <laughs> But it's not good. But, uh, the re- jump out the, <laughs> just run it's through my good. sledding glass door. <laughs> the record is like four, four or five years. But they're already making this stuff. You talk about a gamble. They're already making the vaccines. Just in case it's just correct. so they're ready. Can but you imagine also- being being that vaccine? Just like, hey, yeah, <laughs> do you think that we're really going? Are we good? <laughs> They don't know yet. I feel like we're good. Oh, we got to be confident no matter what. You know, we can't let them know that we don't know if we're a real vaccine or not. Who's even working on this? 
can you imagine like being that smart? If someone explained to me what they were doing, I'd have to be like, okay, I'm going to need to know what each and every one of those words in that sentence meant first. <laughs> like we're going to need to go down several levels. I wonder if it's really competitive or if they're sharing info. There's got to be some info sharing, but you're damn right. There's some competition. You want your name on that vaccine. Jonas Salk, the fact that we know who that dude is. <laughs> you think you get judged for staying late or not staying late? <laughs> it's taking a day. You just put it in for a week? Wait, what's going on? Where are you going? <laughs> I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> we had this booked. We couldn't get out of the tickets. <laughs> you, wanna, you guys want to eat? do lunch in? <laughs> should, we, should we bring lunch in? Keep working on the vaccine? No, dude, they just reopened. It's 25% capacity at Cheesecake Factory. It's the last time we went to Chili's. Come on, as a team. <laughs> I got a good idea for the, um, for the vaccination. Um, hang on one second. Can you pass me the awesome blossom? <laughs> I don't think anyone involved with the uh, vaccine. <laughs> Maybe awesome not, blossom. though. You imagine the person who cures coronavirus, like getting ranch for his fries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking about what I've been eating. I've pulled up some uh, some ground beef. I made like sloppy joes. Was it sloppy joes? No, we made tacos. And there was like two pounds of the ground beef. So I'm like, I was just going to cook it all. I'll use some more later. Ground beef, second time around, tough customer. It is not, not like it does not tough? come back right to life. No, it's like that. stuck together. Yeah. And then like the fat gets like orange. Yeah. It's like, is that what's happening in our bodies when we eat this stuff? <laughs> no, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. This, yeah, man. I had like an aha moment. The dude who found the mold on his sandwich. <laughs> Pasteur or whatever. Was that Louis? Him? Louis Pasteur. Dude, I'm looking at this ground beef like, I don't know. But we never talk like that. You always be like, oh, yeah. Did you hear what happened? Like, oh, he's so young. What happened to that guy? He's dead. He's gone. Oh, high cholesterol. He had... You never hear ground beef or, or <laughs> cheeseburgers. Like, that's what we should be saying. What happened to that poor bastard? He's only Bad 53. Chuck. He's only 53. <laughs> yeah, he was ground beef, man. You, you know how much ground beef that guy had? Like, did he choke on it? No, cumulative. Like, you hear cigarettes, the drink. <laughs> the drink. I heard that recently. My or, uh, It was actually a friend of ours was saying, like, secondhand. A, a bad story this guy like dropped dead from the drink like and the guy <laughs> the guy said it like that he was he's off the boat irish the guy who said it so it's like but like saying it like it's common like yeah you know, right it was it was well you know what got him it was the drink you know how it, you, you know how the drink does it <laughs> does its thing <laughs> <laughs> like was it poisoned was this the princess bride like what you... <laughs> but the uh yeah, you never hear about diet being, uh, we're just not honest about it, right? What got him? The beef. The beef. <laughs> the beef got him. <laughs> just says you know, it's just a mass card has the years and then underneath says not enough chicken. <laughs> Should have been a vegetarian. <laughs> there are about three dozen documentaries that people always recommend to me on yeah. Netflix about how bad meat is for you. And uh, the right, I'm trying to cut down my meat consumption, but I am not ready to face the facts yet, Patrick. Well, I've watched at least one of those documentaries, the cow farts one. 
Cowsanity. I've heard about that one. I mean, it is, it seems to be factual and science and one, another inconvenient truth, right. For, for all of us to deal with. But I mean, I mean, I might've cut back on the meat for like the week after, but <laughs> I'm back on the, I'm back on the cow. You guys should, you have all those signs in your kitchen. You guys should have one that just says cow farts as a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> we should. It's ruining the, when I heard that it was like not only messing up the inside of our bodies, but also the planet. It just seems like, what are we doing? Yeah. But, and is it contributing more farts to us? Like, are we also, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is it two ways? The cow farts and then we eat the cow and then we fart? Is that? I don't think the answer is to stop eating the meat. It's like, how can we, like, maybe they should be under a roof. <laughs> we need a dome. We need a fart yeah. dome. But every time you open that door, all those cow farts go up. <laughs> yeah. I love that three minutes ago, we're like, we could never imagine how they do this science. But once you bring in cow farts, we're like, we got theories. <laughs> Put them under a roof. That'll save the planet. Well, that's, a, a, that's a science. Or we can make a Netflix documentary. That's a conversation we can hang in. Right, absolutely. They're talking about climate change over there. Like, well, I don't know shit about that. Well, <laughs> cow farts. Really? Oh, I know a lot about farts. <laughs> yeah, I got to watch the... Uh, Watch the red meat. I went to Portillo's today. I took the kids somewhere. We did like a uh, a car picnic, but I took them on a, a little day trip to uh, check out a site that I thought they would be pretty excited about. I took them to see the the house in Home Alone. Oh, wow. It's just like, you know, 45 minute drive. I'm like, let me just get Sarah's preparing for this big thing for work. I'm like, let me just get them out of the house. So we grabbed uh, their cousins and we took a ride up there and I didn't tell any of them what we were doing. And they're like, where are we going? You know, not a surprise if I tell you. So we pull up there and I'm like, all right. I taped it actually. And uh, I'm like, there it is. And then the, my one nephew, he's like 15. He's like, oh, is, is that the Home Alone house? He know, and then Josephine's like, is that what we're here for? <laughs> this? So pissed. It was, a, it did not go over. I'm like scrambling. Like, all right, where else can we go? Here's where he bought his toothbrush. You didn't drive to the Webster house on the way home to double down? <laughs> no, I took him to that Baha'i temple. Oh, okay. We did go, we did go there. That's beautiful. That was yeah. like, that's, they felt like they were seeing something there. And then we just drove around, but tried to make a day of it. The house was, uh, I'm not even that into that movie. I backed into Home Alone. I didn't see it when it came out, but I, I watch it now with the kids and we love it. But <laughs> we're here for <laughs> They weren't that in. It it fell flat, man. Uh, first of all, what town is it in? Winnetka. If I were a fifteen year old, I would. Oh man, I don't care if there's a pandemic or not. You are my <laughs> least favorite uncle for at least a week. Oh, they they were more sports about it than they I took them by. You know, you're on um, Sheridan Road, and dude, the homes mm -hmm. up there, right on the water. They were a gas at these houses like these these homes were insane who the hell there's this many people that can have these houses it's insane that's uh right near uh fictional Shermer, illinois where uh all of john hughes's movies were set right we should have hit some of the other sites but the kids were uh they were revolting against me 
What's I mean, the word I was searching for there? A mutiny? A uh, mutiny, yeah. I had a mutiny they were lands. revolting too. They were revolted, at least. You know? <laughs> they were revolted at what your idea of fun was for the day. I get it because, you know, expectations are so tempered right now. They're like thinking surprise and you're like, we're going to get out of the car for sure. Like that's right. at least the first thought. Oh, I was like, get out. Cool we're getting idea. a picture. We're getting a picture. <laughs> then I was thinking it, it would be a funny video. Like, guys, this is a home alone. Like, we're here at a home alone house. And then I'm like, wait a minute. What's, what's mom doing right now? And then you flash to Sarah and she's about to dive down our stairs on a sled. <laughs> I'm watching The Bachelor and drinking wine. Come ask me a bunch of stupid questions. We were talking last night. Um, I don't know if I even know this about you, but are you in uh, ice cream at all? You Ben and Jerry's guy? Never gotten particularly into Ben and Jerry's, but uh, no. there's an Oberweiss right down the street and uh, they have a kid's cone for like two bucks and they don't card. Oh, you went to school so, with this kid, didn't you? You <laughs> played chess against one of the Oberweiss. <laughs> played chess. I fucking, I hate the fact that I'm giving his family money, but it's like amazing ice cream a block away. They've got drive through and they don't oh, care yeah. if you order a kid's cone. So I, you know, like, and I order, like I used to order it in the cup, you know, like, oh, can't wait to get this home to him, you know? <laughs> and now I just like take a bite in front of him. Like now I just, I make him look at me. Oh, do you bite your ice cream? No, my dad, like I, I my dad used to do it. that. Like he, they had no sensitivity in his teeth or something. I remember him just like biting on the oh, cone. God, no. no way. I what way kind of cone sensitive. do you get? Uh, I went plain clone today. Pa- plain cone today. Plain clone? I went plain cone today. <laughs> no uniform? I went plain clone. I love the sugar cone. Me I haven't too. had a cone, cone for a while. But dude, I, you were just saying this, and and this light went out of my head. At our Oberweiss, they have a chess table. And I think oh, they wow. have other Oberweisses. They have a table that's a board of chess. Wow. My, Kids have when I've we've gone in there. They were so running into were, a guy named Joe. You never had a chance. <laughs> they were in his restaurants. One time I ordered a, a kid's scoop of uh, chocolate peanut butter. That's that was my jam. Ooh, that's a good one. It was solid. And uh in a waffle cone by mistake. And I'm in the drive-thru and they're like, Are you sure? And I was like, Yeah, that's fine. I didn't realize it's like a it's like a Thanksgiving horn. <laughs> <laughs> With like this one tiny little scoop, like, scoop, just like rolling around in it. I'm like, I was trying to like, <laughs> kind of upside down, trying to get the ice cream to roll to me. It was ridiculous. It's like a dog toy, just trying to keep oh, you occupied for, for three hours. Get my <laughs> hours in there. When you, <laughs> you had it. <laughs> right. And like the cones, like two, you know, it's two bucks normally. Uh, but the waffle cone itself is like three fifty, you know. So, oh right, was it the no. one that's like the ones that's like dipped in? Uh, I, no, that if they asked me if I wanted to dip, I would have been like, hang on a second. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that they were asking. Are you sure? They're like, guys, are you sure? We got a rookie. <laughs> like four of them handed it to you. Kids to a waffle cone. <laughs> <laughs> Their bosses. Like, I used to beat that dude's ass in chess. Oh, man, <laughs> I'm never going back. <laughs> you just ruined the experience for me. Yeah, the Oberweiss is solid. They uh, they do good work. Yeah. Well, I was talking about Ben and Jerry's because Sarah got this. Um, like, I don't crave it, right? But if it's in the house, like, do stuff like that, right? That's if it's in the house, it's like calling you, like the uh, like that uh, green shiny stick of Krypton or whatever <laughs> in uh, Superman. It's that fish food that I fall for. 
It's just there. Right. I got a, a pint of it. And it's just like, uh, I got to eat that. Ben and Jerry's is good stuff, man. We went there when I was a kid to the, uh, when we were on vacation, I was so pissed off about that. I was like the kids today going <laughs> to a home alone house. <laughs> Where is uh, the Ben and Jerry's? What presidential museum is that near? It's in Vermont. Uh, near Montpelier? We were, is that? We, we did like, that's the longest road trip we ever did as a family. We drove out like to the Northeast. That's when we did that, when I had that um, Salem, Massachusetts bit. Uh-huh. We went there. We went to the Baseball Hall of Fame. That's I mean, I was, I was trip, 10. Man. That's awesome. But what a trip. But no one heard of Ben and Jerry's then. And they're like, this is Heath Bar Crunch. I'm like, I hate Heath Bars. <laughs> Where are my worst, like my least favorite? Heath Bars suck. Just if get we were, stuck in your teeth. Do you ever eat a Heath Bar? They're the worst. If I felt like Mounds is just the worst to me. There's oh, no coconut. reason to ruin anything with coconut. But um, but outside of that, yeah, Heath Bars were the worst. Fucking toffee. But I will tell you this, Heath Hello, Bar Governor. Crunch. Mm-hmm. Heath Bar Crunch is awesome. Is it really? I can see it that. is so good. <laughs> I was like, I wish this had ice cream in it. That's probably what I was thinking as a kid. <laughs> it was the it was like so inventive though at the time though. Like this was they were at the the start of a lot of that, mixing all this stuff up. Were they so they weren't like national level famous yet? No, I think they were on the rise. Okay. Uh, this was eighty six. So it was not long after that they were, but they were, you know, they were blowing up, but they're still kind of like, you know, hippie and unknown. And I'm not a, uh, I'm not an ice cream at the house guy very often. I'll like, you know, go get a cone or something. They're like the, I got these like chocolate chip cookies. They're these thin, crispy chocolate chip cookies, but they're awesome. And, um, and you look, you're like, oh man, these are like 70 calories each. You know, you have a few, you know, but then I, I start bargaining <laughs> with myself. I'm like, I mean, I'm gonna eat all these calories at some point anyway. I might as well just get it out of here. <laughs> Who makes them? Uh, this is from a place called Tate's. I don't know. I picked them up at Target. They're like, a, they're over. They're like by the premium prepackaged cookies. I would say more like the uh, like the Pepperidge Farm row. You know what I mean? They're not like next to the Hydrox. They are. They're in the little foldover baggies. The, the I just yeah. picture this one, this one aisle at Target that you always end up in, and there's just uh, je- jeans, bikes, chocolate <laughs> chip <of> cookies. <laughs> you like, oh, let me. Uh, you walk through there like that guy in Menace to Society. He comes out of his house before the drive-by. <laughs> Strutting my way through the gym aisle, <laughs> just looking left to right. No one's there. Good for oh. you, man. You got to treat yourself. Treat yourself. My brother-in-law was telling me last night that he's like, I was, we brought out these chocolate chip cookies that, that uh, Sarah and Josephine had made. Dude, and he was, tell, he was telling me legit. about his buddy. Yeah, they're good cookies. Oh, yeah. I brought some over to, uh, to Garris. Yeah, you did. We um, kicked some of those out. And he was telling me about his buddy. They went on a trip or something. And his buddy's move to this day is he'll put a, he'll pour a glass of milk put it in the freezer like a half hour before he has cookies. <laughs> it's like cookies are like 30 minutes. I'm going to yeah, talk man. myself out of those cookies. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> like it's a spon- like it, that's a spontaneous decision. Most of the time, like I shouldn't eat this. I'm going to eat this. I'm only at half. I know I'm finishing it. Okay. That's right. gone. Right. You lie to yourself throughout the whole thing. Get rid of the evidence. <laughs> um, this guy like pregames. No way, man. 
who has that kind of patience? I'd have an empty bag of cookies and a freezer full of frozen milk glasses that I forgot about if I were trying to be this guy. <laughs> yeah, you would. It's <laughs> exactly how my life would be. My entire freezer would be taken up. Like, I don't really buy ice cream per se, but I've got some frozen milk. <laughs> frozen milk everywhere. <laughs> that's like, that's uh, willpower. Who does this? Terry does like this? What, that's what women do when they nurse. <laughs> like, freeze the milk. <laughs> You you're at a shower relating to everyone. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I also freeze milk. Like what kind of planner? What kind of person has that kind of willpower? That's a. It's got to be for dipping. So it's got to be, uh, you know, Oreos or chocolate chip or because you can't dip every cookie, right? No, cookies are created equal when it comes to the dipping and dunking <laughs> categories. Do you like oatmeal raisin cookies? When there's not a better option, absolutely. <laughs> like, they're like not at the reason. top of the death chart, but they're on the team. Oh, really? Which I'm a pretty top? straightforward chocolate guy. Chocolate you, chip? Yeah, chocolate chip. You go double chocolate, I'm in. Chocolate peanut butter, some combination of those, perfect. Who does cho- double chocolate? Like, like a, no like one chocolate. at home. Do people make those at home? Like chocolate with chocolate chips? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they've got those, right? I'm sure there's a Toll House... Uh, how do you do that? Do you know do I'm guessing you get the chocolate cookie batter. And put the, you have to realize my cookie making experience is mostly limited. To the, I just want to see, I want to hear you uh, back it out a little bit. And you put the stir spoon in there, the big wood one. And then you, you rotate, you glob them onto the silver metal thing. You haven't been down that aisle. I went to the pre-made, like the refrigerated, put these in the oven. And, you know, they're already ready. You know what I'm talking about? Like the ones where they're, like, they're already broken out, the little squares, and you just tear the square off and put them oh, in the yeah? oven and make like the pre-made cookie dough. Yeah. Um, and, uh, man, for the first time ever, I ate like one piece of cookie dough raw, <laughs> which I know you're not supposed to do. But like when you're a kid, you do that, and there's not yeah. an issue at all. I did it like two months ago, and the next day I was torn up. And I'm like, oh, really? now I get, yeah. I mean, because now they make like edible cookie dough separately. This was not, this was, yeah. the put, this was the do not eat this cookie dough. Oh, dude, I always dig in there. They were making the other day. I got, to, I took some, some batter. Really? My stomach got torn up and I'd have, I mean, that's the only, it was either that one or the other 23 I ate that were cooked and the other 23 <laughs> were cooked properly. Yeah. <laughs> See, maybe you're paying attention better than me. I have a hard time like tracing that stuff back because I'll just like, what was that from? Oh, you don't do context sourcing for your tummy? (laughs) Just always throwing stuff down. Yeah. Not really journaling it. That was just an easy one where I'm like, what would have been the easiest culprit? That's cool that you're baking. You're you're going through the baking phase of the uh, (laughs) The pandemic. A lot of people went, dove right into that in March. Took you a little longer. Dude, I had a very unproductive weekend that feels productive. I finished The Sopranos. You Um, did? Yeah. So now... All of your brother-in-law's animals, I'll know who they are. That's cool. Like, like <laughs> every single one of them, like, I get it. And then uh, I did. Do you think he's it. dead? I don't know. I guess someone told me this. I haven't looked it up yet because I wanted to hear your thoughts, too. I feel like that's been long enough we can talk about. The, if I've seen it, the rule should oh, be, yeah. if Jim's seen it, we can talk about it. Like what Right. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I haven't looked at it yet, but I guess the director said what it meant. Like, he's come out and uh, talked about it. What's his name? David Chase? David Chase, yeah. 
and I have not yeah. looked. Have you looked into what that is? I have in the past. I haven't recently. You know, I honestly, when he died in real life, I started to change the whole narrative in my head that, yeah, he died right then. That makes sense. I didn't want to believe that he was dead when I was watching the show in real time. And Sure. You want more. You want, you know. Because um, even, so, even if that wasn't the intent, now there's not a movie. Like, now he's dead for all facts. You know, exactly. Like, like yeah. which, you know. And, and obviously the much sadder part is Galafini himself, but, but yeah, but like now the character, it also just puts finality to the character. Also, you don't really consider it like <laughs> getting way too real on it, but like what a brutal way in front of his family. Yeah. Ends up being like, what's the message of the show? Like that's the ultimate, like he ruined everyone's life. Yeah. If you got, you know, that's Meadow's going to be, she wasn't in there though, right? She was still parking the car. Oh, she just got walked she, in, right? She just bell, walked in. The bells, right? So I remember like reading like the whole breakdown of the episode, the onion rings, they take them like host, like it's the last, oh. the final communion. Um, I mean, there's an analysis to all of it. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm rusty on it because I don't really get that deep on stuff. But when... You know, I was just so into the show. I was reading anything I could about it. Um, what also bothered me at the time was it was so close to the um, White Sox World Series. And that song was like the yeah. Sox. Don't stop believing. So many, so many great um, thoughts when you heard yeah. the song. Yeah. And then then that song kind of took on a different like a dual meaning in my head. But very representative still of one time frame. Like yeah. 0506. Plus like also that was I was 25, 26 and my yeah. friends and I were following around this cover band that like oh, also really? like a rock and roll cover band that also would normally close on that. We were like, you know, but I after shows go meet up with them a lot, like my friends going to see them, you know. And um <laughs> I mean, but like when you're local, I was mostly, I don't want to make it like we weren't like touring with, like we weren't like groupies, but we. Some most suburban thing I've ever heard you say. I know, say. man. I know. Trust was, me. We were following around this cover. Band. I know. Oh God. I feel awful about myself now. I was having such a good episode. I was feeling good. And then boom. What are you talking about? Oh. It's great. Why was it not a good episode? What are you talking about? You sucked. Uh, walking out after one of their shows. <laughs> being that strip mall <laughs> smoking we were, on a balcony <laughs> probably next to a subway and or a jewelry store i'm trying to tell if you were yearning for those years or not no no <laughs> it's such a weird but you're right oh my god i actually i thought the people in palatine loved you i thought palatine was like your best show <laughs> A, <laughs> I don't know. I, anyway, I've got all your set lists. I don't know, but we can compare if you guys want to. But it was. Dude, uh, but wait, let's talk about the show, though. Were you yeah, sad? Real quick. Were you sad? <laughs> I saw this group like five or six times and they would play this. I don't want it to be of the course of a couple of years. Go ahead. <laughs> what if you were remembering it a little bit foggy and it was just like a couple of guys and it was always like a karaoke night? <laughs> also, I didn't know anyone else there. I would just show up and start talking to random people. <laughs> oh, man. They were so rude to you guys, and I tasked I told them, turn the TVs off. People will, get, people will get into it. Turn the TVs off. 
Oh, now you're drawn from the comedy days. For sure, man. So were you sad about the Sopranos ending? Did you feel uh, incomplete? Not really. So, I mean, that I'd, I'd seen it the first time. So I remembered it. Like, I remembered how the ending uh, came about. I didn't realize, like, how quick that final scene was. Um, yeah. It's not that long. You know what I mean? Like, everything's tied up. Um, but since I already kind of, it was, it was like a nice finality to it. But to me, I really didn't think he died. I thought it was just, you know, mm-hmm. everything you do now is looking over your shoulder all of the time. You know, like, this is just how we live whether it's for an hour or for 30 years, this is who we are. This is what we have to deal with, you know? Yeah. The beginning of that episode, is it the beginning of that one or the episode before where it looks like he's dead? He's laying in bed. Yeah. And they have like low organ music playing that you would hear at a funeral home when you kind of go up to the, the casket, you know? Dude. And even before that, when Junior shot him, like, I knew what happened, but I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. there are times where you're like, this is, Tony's done. But right. to me, not in that final episode. I never felt that way. The guy who was in there lurking around, it's like, was he being, he was like so obvious. And it's a members only, dude, they kind of named our episodes like we did. That, that episode, I think, is called Members Only. Members Only? No. Um, or yeah. is there a previous episode called Members Only? There's an episode he has called a, Members and, Only. And he has a Members Only code on. And something happened maybe in that Members Only? There's something about the Members Only, right? There was a joke about Members Only at someone's expense. I forgot about that. If we had written that show, it would have been uh, about starter coats. Because <laughs> he came in, and do you see he was wearing a starter coat when he came in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, so he shot him with a starter pistol. <laughs> that his buddy had stolen. From a race. <laughs> Did I ever tell that story on this podcast? I think you might have early on. Oh, man. I, I, you had to tell that here, right? We've talked about it. I don't know if it made the air. I thought it did. Yeah. Well, if, the, if so, it's a deep cut for, for people. We don't have to, to divert. Great cut. I watched Uncut Gems. Yeah. How would you like that? Did you watch it? I tried. I started it, but I started it too late, and then I just... It's like, I can't watch this right now. It was a lot. There was a lot going on. A lot going on. It's a long movie. Um, I stayed up till, you know, I, I started at like 1130, not realizing how late it was. And I'm like, oh, I'll pause it. And along the way, I didn't feel like I was loving it necessarily. But then I was very invested by the end. Here's the thing, though. Like, I don't watch a lot of movies. You, you watch one movie and there's one thing that you don't really like. And you're like, see, this is why I don't watch movies. Really? Like, like you get the, I was mad at it. Um, and I'm like, this is why I don't watch movies. They, they try to get one over on you? Or it was like, no, you just hate something unbelievable. You should see the movie. I think it's, uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting movie. Sandler is great in that role. Like, it's everything I love. But right away, I was like, this just feels strange. And it's gambling. It's sports. It's Adam Sandler. This is like... <laughs> My buddy said he could send me the uncut version. <laughs> Have you seen Uncut, uncut, uncut Gems? <laughs> So mad at you for that. <laughs> I um, was, I heard was that Sandler's worth it? Great. Be honest. Was that worth yeah. it? <laughs> it I heard really Sandler good. is great in it. He's awesome in it. Rhinestones are better. They're shiny. <laughs> no diamonds are better. <laughs> <They're> forever. 
I gotta I got work on my Sandler, but you no, it was dead on. <laughs> <laughs> like, am I talking to Adam Sandler? <laughs> Who else is in that? I heard Garnett's good in that. Garnett's really good in that. I mean, he's playing Kevin Garnett. So um, I love when athletes play them because there are a lot of athletes who are not great at playing themselves. Garnett does yeah. an awesome job. Um, it's kind of That'd funny. Great. Made, <laughs> he was playing Scotty Pippen. Paul Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Kevin Garnett? No, it's Paul Pierce. <laughs> Who's playing him? <laughs> Who put this movie together? It's uncut. I mean, there weren't a ton of notable names that I knew in it, but uh, it's uh, it'll get you. I had to check it out. Seems like such a great character, and I loved his look. I was hoping he was going to get nominated. I hadn't even seen this. I still haven't seen the movie, but just from what I was hearing about it. So was he. He tweeted about that. I think he was a little salty. He thought he deserved a uh, best actor nod. And then he and Kathy Bates got into a little convo on the internet. That's oh, a really? fun thing about Twitter. We can watch celebrities interact. <laughs> Were they, does Kathy Bates say something to him? Yeah, I forget who started it because she got nominated. And, um, you know, he was, was something about good job, mama, or something like that. Um, because what's the connection there? Oh, she was his mom in the, um, oh, so this was all positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all good stuff. Um, yeah. No, I'm like, Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. You think you were getting a scoop? Like, <laughs> oh. oh, okay. <laughs> then Dude, Kathy Bates so... was like, you piece of shit. I hated opera, man. <laughs> yeah, she was his mom in the, um, the Bayou one, right? Yeah, yeah, the water boy. You can do it. <laughs> He's got a, oh, David Spade's got a new one out. On Netflix, I got to tell my Rob Schneider story at some point. Maybe that oh, will. Oh God! Maybe we'll get some get some more listeners. <laughs> Good, because I'll tell mine too. Oh, uh, you worked with him? Yeah, man. I think we've we've discussed him off air. It's been a while, but yeah, yeah. I'm on the Schneid too. You're not the only one who. You're not the only one who was on the Schneid when you worked with him. <laughs> like I, you're redoing his name like he did in the, uh, the Xerox bit. <laughs> But on the Schneid is a saying too, though, right? That's yeah, where I was for going. Sure. Like... What's his deal? Is he not? He's not a Scientologist, but he's like a uh, always oh, an anti-vaxer. And, uh... Yeah, he is. His also, daughter it was that had that hit song, that uh, big singer, right? I had no idea. His daughter sings. Um, I'm, I'm singing that one, two, three. Come around for you, L King. Yeah, L King. L King. L King. Oh, the X's and O's? Really? X's That's and O's. Rob Schneider's daughter. Holy shit. How talented is her mom? Well, I think that um, oh, she's it actress. was like a, a college thing. Ah, like he was okay. roll, rolling through Ohio State, just <laughs> making copies of his sperm all over the country. <laughs> Rob, I'm pregnant. <laughs> making copies. <laughs> <laughs> Bun in the oven. <laughs> Little Bambino. No, it's yours. I can't do it. And he runs off. <laughs> yeah, I think he's got a few other. I don't think he raised this girl is what I'm saying. Okay. But yeah, I worked with him in Ohio at the Columbus Funny Bone. And he was, oh my gosh. Yeah, he was a handful. I wonder if we should Screaming. tease our Schneider stories. Screaming at people. I don't want to. I don't want to out anybody. All right. Uh, speaking of 
stand-up comedians before we get out of here i want to say a quick congrats to you it was a nice little announcement last week um in uh in deadline and uh other news outlets whoa this has all been a sting patrick we got him guys <laughs> the rob yeah, schneider man. police um you got a nice little write-up in uh, a deadline. Sebastian uh, is, uh, they made the announcement official. Sebastian's the executive producer of your special coming out July 28th. Congrats, buddy. That's incredible. Thanks, man. Thanks, Jimmy. I appreciate it, bud. Yeah, it's going to be cool. I'm excited. Finally have some uh, stuff going on, comedy-related. Love so, it, man. Um, yeah, it was a fun night, dude. It was an incredible you night. Were, I'm excited for the world to see it. it. Uh, Fun to do. I'm excited for the world to see it, man. It was just uh, an incredible experience. Uh, It's badass, man. Thanks, buddy. Congratulations. I'm not the only one who's excited for the special because uh, CMJR11 on Friday wrote, great duo, can't wait for Pat's new special to be released. Thank you for the five-star review. CMJR11. Do you know uh, a CM Jr.? Candido Maldonado Jr., former Indian baseball player's son. <laughs> I'm not sure who that is. That's great, though. I appreciate it. Yeah, people can pre-order it now, and then it'll be out on uh, – it's going to be on a bunch of platforms, but I think Amazon will be the – that's the one I'm kind of talking about. Through Comedy Just Dynamics? just seems to be the, the easiest one. Yeah, through Comedy Dynamics. Hell, yeah. You have, like, a link or anything you're going to tweet out at any point for the pre-order? Yeah, I'm going to – I'll put a link out there. Okay. And, um, yeah, I got to start hyping it, start the promo. Start dropping some plugs. So hard to not be annoying when you're in that mode. I mean, but this is a big deal and you got to do it. So I get it. You feel annoying, but no one else is annoyed by it. People are excited for you. Yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be really cool. That's going to be great. Bren Wills, 25. Love this nice little review, a five-star review titled Birthplace of Aviation. This episode was so cute, guys. <laughs> you know how much you love it when people, things are called cute. I got to tell you too, by the way. About that old was people. not your favorite. Yeah, I think that was the uh, Orville and Wilbur and Orville Redenbacher and the cute old people episode. Not your favorite. I think people loved it. Like we came on air talking about how we didn't love it. And I think we might have been incorrect on that one. I think it might have been a better episode than we gave it credit for. Well, you know, what? I've been trying to listen more because I do think it's helpful. And I just I remember listening to that one and I didn't love like the start of it. I was flat or something. It was too. But um, yeah, it was a good, it was a strong finish. Unlike this episode. <laughs> Mailing it in at the end. <laughs> Promos, reviews, and out. No, we always step it up at the end. What do you got coming up? What's going on this week? Absolutely nothing. What are you doing for America's birthday? I have no plans at all, man. I'm off Friday, so I have uh, I have three days of sitting in here. So that's pretty cool versus the standard weekly two at this point. So that's nice. I get to move from my work desk to my couch for an extra 24. That's about uh, after I'll get out, uh, try and take a little longer, longer bike rides, probably do a little social distance BBQ with some friends. What about you? Yeah, we're going to hang out. We'll do barbecue with some friends and hang out. It's funny, like some people don't, you know, you know, it's like encapsulates everything that's going on in this country. It's America's birthday, and half of the people are like, "I'm not doing anything." <laughs> if America wants to be a governor party, they can call me. <laughs> I don't even think they want us, sir. America said not to come. 
If I do, I have to wear a mask. What kind of party is that? I'm not going. It's a birthday every year. Who celebrates 244? It's not even a milestone. Yeah, it's going to be. I can't believe it's going to be the 4th of July. There's always somebody on the 2nd or whatever the day. There's a day where like they actually read the Declaration of Independence or signed. Like, there's another. The technically so, guy. Yeah, look for that. I'll I've jump never, on I've that. I've never noticed. Okay. You know, today is actually the day to blow everything up. <laughs> you should light all the fireworks today. This is when they actually read it from Independence Hall. From Michael Anthony Independence Hall. <laughs> Do you think that um, the fireworks have been unless, like crazy by you? I'm, I'm hearing that people are complaining about fireworks all over the country, but... Nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. There's a little bit by us, but I was never that in a... I was never allowed to like have fireworks. Okay. Light them off. And I mean, you would, when you were kids and you'd be on your own, you know. Yeah, you get a hold of have, a few. Have Roman candle fights. Oh, <laughs> like, man. But I'm not buying a ton of fireworks to blow them off in my house. Doesn't I don't seem... care that people do it. Yeah. But were you, were you ever that guy? No, but my friends were. So I would just stay to the back. I'd be there every single time. And we had a few ridiculously close calls you know what i mean oh, like oh, sure, we've had yeah. some people get grazed you know we you know we've got some friends yeah. with some permanent tattoos because of a a firecracker that went sideways or something oh yeah some people are marked i don't know if i should probably not be telling the story with all of my high school friends who listen to this but um we did we used to we used to always go to one friend's house for fourth of july and let him light off the fireworks but he was also the only one who's ever burned anything down. Like he's probably not the guy we should have been trusting for the event, but we're like, well, he's got the most experience, you know? (laughs) Had uh, he had already burned something down before? His garage and like a childhood incident where, you know, someone taught him how, why are you trying to make me go down this road? I don't want to get into it. But yes, uh, as a child, his, uh, he accidentally lit up the garage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's a real speaks, thing you know man he i remember uh, he's, he's gonna get that i remember getting big trouble for playing with matches yeah man. and um you know my buddy doing like the flamethrower like hairspray oh man aquanet with the it's like what all that shit yeah i got in big trouble for that so this started because another friend taught him that you can write your name in gasoline pouring it out of a gas can and uh and, and then light it on fire you could do that with water too <laughs> oh and then light it on fire. yeah and like your name is in flames <laughs> well sometimes so is your garage <laughs> you want to see his name in lights Ugh. like do it out take it outside kid that's why your parents are always telling you to take it outside it's a hell of a lot less that can happen if you're not yeah, so anyway, oh, it was an unfortunate, uh, but that's the guy who were like, yeah, we'll go to his house for fireworks. Was there anything in the garage? And his parents were Ca- like, car? Right. Or? I don't think there was a car. No, no, because I think it was like an empty garage and, and they were using that so they wouldn't get caught outside by doing it outside. They're like, who the hell did this? And they turn around and see their son's name in flames. <laughs> He's like, it wasn't me. <laughs> it's like a horror movie. Like, Michael. <laughs> Was it like a long name? It was, it was a one-syllable name. Four letters, standard. Okay. Standard white dude from uh, the mid-90s. This is probably late 80s. This is before two, I knew him. 
do two letters take up take down that garage if he had just done his initials <laughs> that's gotta be like, tough to come back from if you burn it on the garage but again like years later his parents would be there while we lit off fireworks like yeah he learned his lesson oh well, okay well that's good i mean i don't know if it was good they're <laughs> again dear friends but the there's always a few parents who are like you can this is much better too as long as you don't leave the house <laughs> so your best show yet <laughs> now we can see the garage i've been blocking our view thank god you cleared it out this isn't going <laughs> <laughs> should we start to uh oh yeah we're there should- it's time to wrap this bad boy up. We were on fire this episode, and it is time for us to, <laughs> to put it out. All right. Let's uh, hit the music. Have we ever hit that, right? <laughs> I have no idea. Because we always like, hit the music. And then we talk for five more minutes. We have no idea. It's only like a minute. It's like a minute ten, I think. Oh, man. Well, we're going to be through June. We did it, man. Another month. I think this weekend will be fun. People are going to get out a little bit, you know? Yeah, my man. Enjoy it. Yeah, dude. Um, All right, man. Have a great week. You too. We'll see everyone Friday, which is a holiday for a lot of people. That's the weird. A lot of places like my company are doing the Friday off instead of Monday off. You like that better? I don't know. It's a a different feeling. I like the half-asset on Friday, no matter what. Attaboy. And then Monday off. I like that too. Yeah, we're doing Friday. That's strange. Maybe that's why, because they know we're going to half-ass it on Friday. Well, no you just got to move that half-ass until Monday. You know I will, buddy. That's my will. guy. That's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, my man. Have a good one. I'll talk to you. Bye, Bye. everyone.